welcome to Racing Incident, a Formula One podcast in an American accent. I'm Anna. And I'm Ellen. And actually, there's someone else here today, not just Anna and Ellen, but we have with us for the second time, but not the last time, I'm sure, uh, we have a friend of the show, one of the best dressed men in uh, broadcasting, I would say, uh, you know, college football empresario and uh, uh, author, all kinds of, you know, where to where to cool begin, guy, you know, really cool guy. And one of our favorite people, Mr. R.J. Young. Welcome back to the show. Anna, Ellen, thanks so much. Uh, what you just said is that I have too much going on. I need to put something down. That's what you said. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, but not the not the great clothes though. No. Uh that that's been a hit. I did not know that me wearing a suit was going to be such a big deal. Well, I mean, let me just explain something to you which, you know, maybe you don't know, but uh people like a well-dressed man, you know? <laughs> I wish Suits I would have great look. What, 34 years ago. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I would go a little bit differently. And I yeah. just know that. <laughs> right, right. It's almost even something specifically about suits. Sometimes, you know, it's, you know, suits exist for a reason. You know, they, they make almost everyone look good if it's a well-fitted, um, nice suit, you know. It's Very just, true. Uh, that also me, it reminds me that I have to go and get something else tailored because I'm five foot nothing, a hundred and nothing, so nothing ever fits. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you can't tell in the in the great in the nice Thank suits. You. you know, it looks. I think it looks fantastic. You look fantastic. So yeah, um, yeah I'm not surprised it's been a hit. Um, so um, anyway, uh, we are here to talk about not just suits, uh, although, you know, uh, sometimes the drivers wear nice suits. Actually, you know what? Uh, since I've mentioned that, I just have to say that those Ferrari suits that they have the Ferrari drivers wear, I think are just wild. Like they're, they look like, they look like it's like you're working for a company and it's like a very, very, very fancy uniform. You know, it's like... <laughs> It's I, like if the, I don't understand the Ferrari fashion label. I don't get it. I, it and I also don't understand, actually, I don't understand diesel either. Yeah. Diesel jeans. I don't get that as well. So I'm not, I'm really not the audience. Yeah. I yeah. look, man, I'm so deep into my Enzo Ferrari, like history because it's, it was a blind spot for me for so long because I could give a mm-hmm. damn about Ferrari just in general and I got to tell you, man, I've learned so much about Guderia Ferrari, and I have too much. Like, did you know that Enzo Ferrari caught a manslaughter charge? Wait, what? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not kidding. So the, the Mila Miglia, uh, basically, he had a driver who went off course, killed himself, his mechanic, people, children, it, uh, Italian government said you know, basically like what happened with Ayrton Senna, right? No, somebody's got to pay for this, and they decided that it was Ferrari, not the guys that put on the Milamiglia. So he caught that charge. He had to beat it in court over the course of four years, and this is before we get into ni- 1960. But along the way, the only thing that Ferrari cares about is racing right. and looking good. So much so <laughs> that no disc brakes for like to like the 1970s. Uh, no uh, mid-engine cars until like the 1970s. Like he just refused 
to get with the times, but he was going to look fresh. He was going to look fashionable, and the cars were going to look cool, even if they were just paperweights that didn't run. So they've always had this fascination with with gear. I mean, I got a pair of Ferrari driving loafers over there that are actually pretty kick-ass. Nice. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to drive a Ferrari. I don't think it's a great car. And, and yeah, no. they give us evidence of that because the thing's light on fire. Yes, it's, it's gonna yes. light on fire next week. That <laughs> it's gonna blow up next week. It's gonna be too something. hot, and it's gonna it blow up. Something, right? I mean, just thank God for safety, though, because like as I understand, that was another thing that Enzo Ferrari was kind of no. You know, he didn't exactly care if the drivers died. <laughs> no. Like it was just kind of like whatever. <laughs> Cost of doing business, you know. It was they were like drivers too. Yeah, he, he would. He, he was talking to an American journalist at one time about the cars and about how they're made, and just he loves the cars and he doesn't like to see the cars break down. And one of the drivers, I think it was actually Peter Collins, walked by and he's like, "But the drivers too." He's like, "Sure, whatever yeah. you need to tell yourself." Like, so, he didn't care. He really no. didn't care. No. No, he the the cost of a human life was was uh, not very high over there. Yeah, so th- minor like, thank de- God for safety me- minor details. I know, thank God for minor safety details. measures now because otherwise, you know, um, we wouldn't have a Carlos anymore. He'd be a shish kebab, and we wouldn't have you know all kinds of stuff like uh, yeah, you know, because back then, it's like you said, they only cared about their you might die, but you look good doing it. <laughs> Did you guys? at all think that he was too slow getting out of the car like, yeah yes. he was too worried about putting the thing in park and i'm like no 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 let that go get out of the I car no yeah all right i was all right. yeah i i did i did i was and, and then he did sort of like address it a little he was like he's like well it was rolling and i'm like dude what are you what's gonna happen to it if it Wait, rolls like what do you it rolls back onto the track and yeah, you maybe oh, well. get hit or you get burned alive what, neither mean, are great options I, I'm telling right, you, right he's there. a Ferrari driver. He's trying to protect the car. <laughs> that's what, maybe that's what was happening. Have maybe we learned whether or not that car's totaled? Like, are they it's salvaging gotta it? be. I, I have I would even, have to say, I I, but been, I don't know for I've sure. I've been like, yeah, I, I, it, it has to be. I mean, you saw, did you see like the, after like they put out the fire, they kind of showed some, sh- some shots of it. And I was like, wow, this is a good way to learn about all the different parts of the car. Cause you can see them all. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I'm looking at necessarily, but yeah, you could see everything. It was like all the guts were exposed. Yeah, so I, I really, I would, I gotta believe no. I mean, I don't, you know. So he's probably he's likely to take a grid penalty, I, I assume, in in um, France. So, yeah. But anyway, um, so what? Something I thought that we should talk about that would be fun is actually since uh, since we are exactly halfway through the season now, um, or thereabouts right or you know uh close enough um it's a good time i feel like to kind of like look back on the season so far and reflect on how it's been so uh al why don't you go first what kind of how have you been feeling about the season so far do you think it's you know how how has it been for you um that's a great question i think it's been hmm I think magical. it's been good. No. <laughs> no, not magical. There has no, been some it's not. really, really incredible racing. Like Silverson. Oh my God. Incredible. But there's also been some like not great racing too. 
Um, and, you know, part of that is also, you know, these are new regulations, we're figuring it out. Um, so, yeah, I would say it's maybe like a 7 or an 8. Maybe 8's a little high. Yeah. yeah out of 10. Right. I'm excited to see the second half of the season. Um, I think next week will be really interesting because Paul Ricard is normally a very boring race. But I'm interested to see what happens with the new cars. Yeah. That's I know it's kind of a boring answer, but that's <laughs> that is truly how I'm feeling. Oh, <laughs> RJ, how about you? No, I, I I don't think it's a boring answer. I think we've seen some incredible racing when there has been racing, right? Silverstone being the best example of that was the last ten laps of Silverstone are the best racing that I've ever seen. Full stop. Yeah. Like oh it's my just gosh, yeah. it's amazing. I oh, really good. love okay, that. Makes me feel good to know that as someone who's been watching much longer than we have. <laughs> Because, you know, I well, was like, this is good, so, but I've got two seasons to go on. <laughs> well, but th- see, this is the thing that I really enjoyed about it was I love dogfighting. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a race car driver. Like, I, I rode the motorcycle out tonight, and it's 105 degrees because I'm that kind of person. I, I want to build short, fast cars because I want to race them, not because I want to be faster than someone else. And to yeah. see the level of car placement and the pitch perfect that you have to have going these lines. And I played way too much F122 and Grid Legend <laughs> to, to just gloss over that point. So to watch Lewis, to watch uh, Charles, to watch even Sergio, right, and how they were going at each other and they were changing and there was enough respect there to leave just enough space but not enough space to get by and the way that the cars allowed for overtaking. Like we've seen a ton of overtaking. We just... The TV copy always sucks because oh, yeah. uh, God bless the directors. They're doing the best they can given what they have. But uh, you want to keep an eye on what's going on at the front. But if it's just max out in front of everybody, you actually want to go back to maybe 7 to 12 where there's some racing going on. And yeah. we got some of that yes. at uh, the Red Bull ring, right? We saw like yeah. three wide at one point. And yeah. we got yeah. Fernando demonstrating that he's one of the greatest drivers on earth, wagging a finger as he's on the grass <laughs> at 200 miles an hour. You know, like that that part I think doesn't really get enough time in which we talk about how cool that is and how hard yeah. that is. Cause well, it does on this show. Because on the well, last but- episode, I specifically was like, you know, I, I overall don't have any warm feelings towards Fernando. But I, on the last episode, I, I made a yeah, striking confession. That, I mean, he can, conf- like, that I will always acknowledge. I mean, I'll acknowledge that about Max, who I dislike even more than Fernando, like, probably way more. Um, but so I'll always acknowledge that. I have no problem with that. But, like, uh, but, but I, yeah, but that, that going, the wagging the finger, like, I was enthralled. I was like, this is my guy, like, right now, just for this moment. Just for this instance, this is my, you know, like I relate as someone of the same age, roughly, you know, like, and I'm, I'm like, you get off my lawn, you know, like it was just, it was just beautiful. I was like, I, I felt like he was like the king in that moment, you know, of like, I, I've been here since before you were, you know, probably <laughs> oh, carting and <laughs> that part. That part, right? Because now he's like run, I think, uh, more Grand Prix uh, than anybody else for any length of time. Uh, took a step away from Formula One, got back into Formula One as an older man, and he still got the zest, you know, to go him. after yeah. this. One usual, like even Michael Schumacher toward the end when these Mercedes is just driving, right? right? And Kimmy yeah, got there, his, and Kimmy uh, was like, yeah. oh, "I'm done with this. I don't want to do this yeah. anymore." Yeah, his Washington Wizards years. 
yeah, he's, he oh, still yeah. wants to get the center, right? Yeah. Like, he still wants to get the three. And God bless him for thinking he's going to win a third world championship. <laughs> uh, but you know, it put in perspective a lot for me. Yeah, in that I'll plan. He's just that, he's still that quick. And what does he it mean is, to be that quick? He is. And yeah. That's I mean, I, I was disappointed, to. though, that were you, were you a little disappointed? Like, I was definitely disappointed when he got, um, when he qualified second in, uh, where, was that in Canada? Canada, right? He yes. Remember? Yes. And he was like, I'm going to, you know, uh, full attack into the first court. You know, I'm going to take it to whatever. I was like, I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> do the thing. And, and then it was it was it was over promising and under delivering. <laughs> no, this I thought is interesting to uh, to bring up to both of you because I've never seen someone so good off the line so consistently as Max. Like yeah. he's the greatest starter I've ever seen because mm-hmm. it's that's a that's really difficult to get off that clutch and to get on. I mean, dude, stall out. We saw it with George, right? Or was it Pierre? But the wreck that George was in with. Um, uh, Guan Yu Zhou, right? Yeah. Because basically somebody stalled, somebody got off late, and then you got that really intense crash there. But Max is so quick off the line. Mm-hmm. I don't know that anybody understands really what that means. So, like, Fernando didn't have a shot. Like, that was, that's what I was going <laughs> with. That. Like, you could say it, but he's going to beat you off the line. He's got a faster <laughs> car than you. You're just cooked. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, I, I had, I was had hope. So hard to get off the line. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, so as for me, I guess we'll we'll go down to me on on the season so far. Um, it's definitely not as exciting as last season, right? Like for sure. But um, at the same time, I've been trying to figure out what it means that I feel that way when when the rivalry last season was so toxic and so bad in a lot of ways in the sen- in the way that it all played out and in the way that it had fans like at each other's throats and and the teams themselves and then ultimately you know um all the things that happened and so I'm kind of like I'm trying to like uh to understand what it means that what do I want that again because that you know like we're not going to get it with this at least so far you know we're not like Max and Charles are all buddy buddy and all you know I mean people do keep saying oh that's going to change if the you know if uh, if it gets closer and if they, you know, have any incidents, incidents, uh, and if things change in that area, but but I'm kind of you know I guess I'm missing that like I don't want the bad toxic stuff, but I want there to be like some you know I want it to be like some intensity. Yeah, yeah, and there's I mean there is there's intensity, but not you know between them so far. Um, so I'm kind of hoping we'll have that later. <laughs> you're you're, you're yeah. kind of spoiled I, is what it, it, we are kind of spoiled. Like, I mean, I mean that sincerely. Like the last time that I think something like 2021 happened had to be uh, Prost Senna at McLaren. Right. Right. And that's like 30 years ago. Yeah. Because right. and, you know, Michael Schumacher yeah. didn't have that with anyone. Yeah. By the way, wild stat I saw since 1992, Michael Schumacher or Lewis Hamilton have won at least one Grand Prix. Yep. Every year. Yep. And it, it, oh it makes sense God. when you think about it, but still, yeah. that's a staggering number. It's a staggering it number given how much that's Formula insane. One has changed over the years. But that's yeah. what I think about 2021 is somebody is going to take into account just what that means and do a really good documentary. But as a person who has read a lot of F1 journalism and seen a lot of F1 documentaries, it's really crappy 
it's really, really, really bad. And one day I hope that we're going to get, maybe it's going to have to be an American journalist because we're a little bit more liberal with our journalism laws (laughs) to go at it and to appreciate it. But no, I I think 2021 is going to be hard. I mean, not just because of the way that it ended, but by the time we got to Silverstone last year, I mean, it was really neck and neck. And people forget that we got six months of outstanding racing where Lewis basically just ran him down. They yeah. figured out the car. Yes. They figured out what to get him back on track. And he just started out running him. I don't think they're going to be, I don't think we're going to see that ever again. I don't mean to say yeah. that like Red Bull's that much better or Mercedes is that much worse. Just that that was a perfect storm of events. Uh, you also had Toto and Christian who couldn't be further. <laughs> Same thing with Lewis and Max and the way that those teams are formed and the way those teams are run. I'm sorry, Anna. I guess is what I'm saying. I know. <laughs> I know. Last year. It's okay. I'll get over it. I'll get over it. I will. I will have to content myself with you know, uh, watching the, um, watching you know, Mick become like his dad, which is scary. Frankly, it's scary. Like, oh no, I, mean, I love it. No, I I, I want to see Mick with the elbows out. I don't want. No, no, I don't mind. I want that, nice boy Mick. Like. Well, I, I don't know. I kind of like, I'm okay with elbows out on the track, but that that one interview that like everyone was sharing where he's like doing the, after the race and he looks like he wants to kill somebody and he's not smiling at all and he yeah. looks pissed off. Bring that inner dog was, out. He was mad. This was after, this must've been after the sprint when he was, well, he was upset both times that he wasn't, uh, or no, he, he finished ahead of Kevin in the race, but he was upset he wasn't let through and he was not hiding it. <laughs> And it was like, he looked, that was when it was like, oh, okay, this is Michael's son. You know, it was, it really became clear in that moment. And it was really striking. And it was like, but I, I do like sweet, nice Mick. You can still be mean on the track and be sweet and nice off it. And, but but so I, I, I like to see that emotion though. I want to see like how they're really feeling. I don't want no, I don't want a PR. Yeah, I don't true. want like a Charles Leclerc PR answer. <laughs> I, well, even that guy, he would he would tell you how upset he was basically that Carlos won a race. Like, yeah. I'm overjoyed that Carlos won at Silverstone <laughs> because I've wanted him to yeah. win for so long. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I felt so good for him. And for Charles to go out of his way to be like, yeah, well, we were kind of sabotaged and I was kind of sabotaged. One, come on, man. They told him to, to hold up traffic for you. And he just yeah. said, to hell with this. I'm going to race you, which is what I expect anybody to do. Yeah. But to your yes. point again, Anna, like we're, we're Lewis fans, which is to say that man has never made a mistake in an interview. Like he could have flayed anybody he wanted to after Abu Dhabi, and he mm-hmm. chose not to. Fair play to Max. Yeah. Great finish. Like he said all the right things. And then yeah. rather than voice what I would assume is this frustration, he just went silent for six to eight weeks. Yeah. I think... Mick is much more in line with what a race car driver is, right? Those dudes will just tell you, I don't like the way this is going. Uh, To the point about Fernando, who is the consummate race car driver, a guy that basically has told anybody who's racing next to him, sit down somewhere. I'm the old man and I get what I want. I'm a two-time world champion. (laughs) Lewis is just different. And I think Mick showing that kind of tenacity, that kind of attitude bodes well for him because I, frankly, I thought it was getting just a little too soft. Oh yeah. I guess oh, sure. I didn't like it. I, I I didn't trust him to go for anybody's jugular if that time came until yeah. till till uh, Austria. Now I've seen it. Now I know it's there. Now we need to see it continuously because he goes from no points to what 
back-to-back points finishes. Is that right? Yeah. 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 yeah no, he's definitely. You can tell that he's so feeling much more confident. Like he is just out here to. He's he he proved the point. Now he's gonna keep proving it. He's like, oh yeah, you like that? That I got my first points. I'm gonna keep doing it. You know, he's. But I yeah no I I still request. Um, sweet Mick, and then I'm seriously. I was like, I was like, this is like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Like, I was like scared. I'm like, okay, I'm a little afraid of you now. <laughs> and you're like, he, you know, people joke that he's like a golden retriever. Not anymore. <laughs> I, I've seen a golden retriever growl. It's okay. Oh, true. Yeah. True, yeah. True. Okay. Dogs okay. unprovoked yeah. can be mean. Yeah. And I do like, I love everything else about it. I love. I love that he's, you know, really going out there and racing hard and is, you know, I, I, that part, I all, I love all that. So that's all good. But yeah, anyway. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, um, I think something else that, you know, definitely is on a lot of people's minds now is we're going to start getting into silly season. And even though, you know, there's not necessarily going to be a ton of movement with things. Um, I did actually, before we talk about it, I wanted to, um, share an email from one of our listeners who had like a super, super funny uh, take on the upcoming silly season. Um, So he was curious about what our predictions are. And I think he meant that in a serious sense. Um, So he wanted to hear realistic and also completely off the wall predictions for what we might see. And so his off the wall predictions were Seb goes to McLaren, Danny Rick leaves Formula One, um, or, or another option was Seb retires um, Danny Rick um, also leaves. Piastri goes to Williams. Latifi goes to stroll for the full Canadian pay driver team. <laughs> goes to Aston Martin, I mean, to race with. Which actually is, like, something that I've heard people joke about, that, uh, that Lauren Stroll wants his son to look good. And if you want to make him look good, put a Nicky Latifi in the other car, and suddenly he's going to look phenomenal. Uh, okay, so he was saying, yeah, you're going to f- full Canadian pay driver team. McLaren brings over Colton Herta, which not going to, I wouldn't have a problem with that. Uh, then he was saying Seb could come back after a year and take K-Mag's spot at Haas. So he gets to drive one last season with Mick before Mick moves to Ferrari. That would be the Seb and Mick team for a year. That would be adorable. Again, these are like ridiculous, silly ideas, you know. Not things that probably will actually happen or anyone would think has actually happened. Um, and Seb, or, or his other ideas were Seb retires again, becomes a race engineer, FYA stewarding supervisor. Sign me up for that. I think that would be fantastic. Or Seb retires and they bring back Nico Rosberg to fill the seat. <laughs> no. <laughs> and wait, one last thing. And just for fun. Max goes on a losing streak, and Kelly decides to start dating Yuki. No. Yeah, no comment Yeah, no, that would be that would be like I'm not sure if that's even legal. No, okay, it is technically, but yeah. Um, <laughs> but but it definitely did give me a chuckle. Your man leaves K Mag without a seat, by the way. Just yeah, yeah, I know. I didn't. Yeah, that was. I don't know what. what when that long specify. ago that K Mag was at McLaren, he was next up. Yeah, right, I, right. I remember this. Yeah, he didn't specify where he yeah. would be shunting K Mag off to, but uh, but yeah. Um, so these are funny, silly predictions. But uh, do you guys have any predictions? So, so who wrote this email, Anna? This was this was actually uh, this is uh, Stephen from Japan. Uh, right on. Oh, Steven. Yeah. 
I, lo- I love him already. One of uh, all our listeners are awesome. Um, all, you know, five to ten of you. But uh, but Stephen is is uh, uh, among uh, the <laughs> one of those five to ten is doing the show now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to prove me wrong you send us funny emails too okay guys so just you know oh which i forgot <laughs> to mention of course if you want to email us our email address is uh racing incident pod pod at gmail.com if you want to have send us hilarious ideas like steven uh do you have any thoughts on uh um you know silly season or any other things let us know um and of course you can also tweet us uh too um at racing underscore incident. But anyhow, guys, ideas, predictions, things you'd like to see that maybe wouldn't happen in any universe, but that you would love to see happen as far as uh, driver lineups. Well, I already gave you my unhinged. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. (laughs) Which, again, the evidence is there. Uh, If logic dictates, he's going for it. Says you. (laughs) You know, I'm just... Says the evidence. I'm going to say... R.J. Young won his F1 title in uh, 2022. Thank you very much. Uh, race okay. Mercedes, no doubt. Uh, Lewis finished the Valiant second. <laughs> That's great for him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Danny Rick did make the move to Ferrari. <laughs> McLaren in the next season. So I might be onto something there. <laughs> I think that's what I'm saying. I think that's as likely to happen <laughs> as uh, as uh, as uh, Danny Rick going. I think you could win the world championship, uh, which I think that's on par with Danny going Ferrari personally. But Ellen is convinced that there's <laughs> yes because he always ends up taking Science's seat. Yeah, okay, but not this time. <laughs> uh, all right, so. I, I, it's happened twice. I, okay. It's happened twice. I so genuinely believe the smartest thing for Danny Rick to it's, do. It's exactly what a precedent is. All right. Play out your contract. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, seriously, play out your contract. Yeah. Make them pay yeah. you or make them pay you to go away and then come to Indy. Yes. Come to IndyCar. Yes. You will be beloved. It is the American audience that really is into Danny Ricardo. And we've learned from Absolutely. Roman. We've learned from Colton. We've learned from Alex. You can win in IndyCar, and you could be good. You could be really, really good at Indy. I just, you got to want to do it. And what I've come yeah. to find out is yeah. many of those guys yeah. see this as a step down, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Fernando tried to run the Indianapolis 500 that one time. It went really bad for him, and he's probably mm-hmm. never going to try to do it mm-hmm. again, though it would be cool to see somebody accomplish the I won Monaco. Uh, what is the uh, I won in Indy 500 and Le Mans? Right, yeah. so he's got two of the three. He's got yeah, two yeah exactly. exactly. Right, yeah. Uh, so I would like to see that happen. Uh, that I also, cool. I'm not, I'm not a huge Danny Rick fan. I've never been a huge Danny Rick fan. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I could cite a number of other drivers that I think are just as talented, but I guess it's that he's funny and or charming. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think so. I think I agree. I'm not like a. I represent the Danny Rick faction, but I would not classify myself as a Danny Rick fan. Who does, though? What's that person look like? And, I mean, if you're going to tell me he's Australian, that's fine. I'll go with that. But, like, oh, I'll, new I'll F1 tell you, fans love Danny Rick. Uh, I think that you would not be surprised to know that many of them are straight females. <laughs> Let me put it that way. 
Um, and I think, I think the ones, the, the ones who aren't in that category are people who like his personality, you know, they, they, um, you know, they, cause I, cause you don't really hear, I mean, yes, they, people used to talk about his driving more, but increasingly the talking is about his personality and how he is, you know, um, he's a great kind of advertisement for Formula One. <laughs> In the sense that he's, you know, this fun guy and is doing wacky things and he's a lot of, you know, he, uh, he's, he's so personable. Yeah, he, he certainly is though. He is, he is. It's, it's, uh. I mean, he's, he's the type of person to want to go on like a late night talk exactly. show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's interesting that you say, you, I think there's a lot of people that want him to go to Indy, but, um, I'm reminded actually of, um, our friend Elizabeth Blackstock at Jalopnik. She actually wrote this really interesting article about that. She uh, posited that um, he would not go to Indy for, uh, she said that, she, I, where did she have him going to like the uh, World Endurance Championship or something like that? Because of the fact that it's like, so it's, um, you're, you're not doing as much racing, it would be like well, a little more laid back and this and that. And, and she, she had a whole, I'll put a link in the show notes for you guys, it was actually interesting. Uh, but he... Well, would he, he be trying to do like Le Mans? Uh, maybe. I hadn't thought of this, but uh, the point that she made about IndyCar was that, you know, whatever he could get paid in IndyCar is not going to be any, like, would he go for such, you know, I mean, obviously it's not the only reason to go do something, but, you know, is he, is he really going to, um, is he going to be interested in, in racing for very, 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 very little money? in comparison to what he's uh, made in F1. And um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I I guess my only pushback on that, though, is that no other racing series is going to be as much as Formula yeah. One, no matter yeah. what. Which is why Fernando wanted back in, right? Yeah, right, right. Which is, I think, why she was saying, you know, in WEC, it would be like at least maybe then, you you know, if you're not making as much, but you're, you're not having to work as much. Um, so um, So then it would kind of even out. Um, I think was her idea. And I was, uh, when I read it, actually, I, I remember I, I tweeted her saying, like, I'll do one better. And, like, I think he, if he were to leave, I feel like he would not be in racing at least for a while or maybe it would turn into forever. We'll see. But, like, I, I feel like if he left, he would leave to do other things. You know, he's got all his, um, he's got lots of other things I feel like that he could do and would potentially um, want to do. I mean, he's got... There's like a whole like production company now, I think, with the that he's going to be working on um, stuff there. And I mean, he's got, you know, he's got all kinds of other things. He, he's got his wine. He's got his. I mean, that's not necessarily like a big full time project or anything, but I'm sure he could get into a lot of other things like that. Or you know, I maintain that. I mean, what what's the chance that he goes to NASCAR? None. I mean, that's zero. Yeah, none. Yeah, I also Z- think, zero. Yeah. He likes NASCAR, though. He, he always talks about he likes Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, exactly. That's not the same That's thing. True. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is uh, uh, as as a dude from Tulsa, Oklahoma, who's right next to dirt tracks and get down to Texas Motor Speedway. Danny Rick doesn't want any part of the NASCAR scene. Not not a, not a single bit. The cars are enormous. The cars are heavy, and it's an endurance race that he's just not built for. Like he's yeah. built for ninety minutes. That's, that's, that's what he's built for. He's not built for four hours. Yeah. He'll get to the Coca-Cola 600 and want to hurt himself. And then <laughs> while he wants to hurt himself, Kyle Busch is going to rear end him, and that's going to be like 
a whole new experience for him because he is not used to being pushed around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't do that, right? You don't. don't, Nobody nudges anybody. Yeah, nobody rubs anybody. They touch wheels and we lose our mind. (laughs) Over there, no, I'm I'm gonna ram you. Like that's Mm -hmm. just what it's gonna be. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's why it's like I feel like I feel like when people talk about F1 drivers going to IndyCar, even I feel like the people that you need to go into IndyCar are the types of people like Romain Grosjean who was prone to crashing <laughs> with people because in IndyCar you can do that a bit more and the car's not going to blow up, you know? Whereas uh, it's it's just, whereas these F1 cars are like... Well, yeah, if you glance in the direction exactly. of an F1 car too hard, well, it's going to But also to that point, an IndyCar is basically one-to-one with a Formula 2 car. So if six gears versus oh, okay. eight uh, weight yeah. and the way that they're built built similarly whereas you know f1 we could find basically 10 different builds like totally different builds that look the same but not really i genuinely believe that grosjean is doing so well because if you drop any one of these f1 drivers into an f2 car they're oscar piastri right they'll go win right but there's a there's a reason why those guys that are winning championships in f3 and renault in f2 get to f1 and all of a sudden forget how to drive Sure. <laughs> you know, like it's, it, yeah. it really does matter. Oh so yeah. No, they be... talk about it all the time. How it's like a, it's a, the biggest step of any of the, if you've gone through all these other categories, whatever yeah. they, they talk about Huge how F1 yeah, is just a whole other level. And so, yeah, it does make sense um, that, but even though, even though Grosjean, I remember he said he had, he had some things he had to, he had to um, uh, physically get into, uh, into um, different sort of shape. Uh, than he was yeah, they're they're a bit season. longer races, right? Yeah, yeah, no power steering, right? Which I'm told they uh, are probably well. Wasn't that Willie who told us that he thinks that they're gonna they're gonna add that? Yeah, yes. Um, so they're I was like, oh, good. <laughs> supposedly well, add power what, steering in IndyCar. Anyway, but I assume he's basing that on some kind of uh, actual knowledge since he knows a lot of people. Um, but um, but yeah. <laughs> I always forget that they have no power steering and then yeah. But um but yeah, so mm-hmm. I don't know where But I will say with with Grosjean though in IndyCar, yes, you know, there's a little bit more leeway to be rougher. We did talk about this on an episode though that he hasn't quite figured out like the culture of respect in IndyCar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He so, hasn't figured out being an American. That's that, what he hasn't figured out. <laughs> <laughs> culture of respect that is why <laughs> culture of I will punch you in the face sir <laughs> it, you know respect and punching people in the face are two sides of the same coin it's true Over here true. Are, well, but, that, that also gets back know. to like motorsport in the United States versus motorsport literally everywhere else mm-hmm. right um, motorsport yes. here is absolutely a contact sport but that's got a lot to do with yes. NASCAR because that is the dominant form of motorsport here. We can talk about karting if you want to. We can even talk about motocross if you want to. We don't really talk about Formula One because we have no use for things that go fast that you can't actually get the driver involved in. And that's <laughs> that's the reason I think it's a it's real. Di- it had been difficult until drivers survived to get into it. Is in Europe and elsewhere, the car is the star. You know, like everybody cares about the cars over there. And here we actually make the rules in such a way that we want to emphasize what's the driver able to do? What, what can the driver do in this car? 
Mm-hmm. And that that's the reason we like motorsport. Like I'm on a motorcycle because I I love to ride a motorcycle, but also I'm a fighter pilot on a motorcycle. I have a fast <laughs> car because I want to drive fast, not because I want to experience a fast car, if that makes sense. Totally, yeah. Yeah, it's well then now I guess that's somewhat changed. I mean now the drivers are very much the stars. Because they've they've had to adjust to us, right? You and I want to see Danny Rick. We don't want to see McLaren, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, or the idea that you have a a race yeah, team versus absolutely. you have a manufacturer. Yeah. You know, and the difference yeah. is there. Like. Yeah, I. That's right. I can't. I can't so much get into that for sure. Like, I definitely don't have. Um, I wouldn't say I have any like uh, team loyalty to any F one team. Really, I do more prefer to support certain drivers um for sure like when people are like i guess i get it the only the only team i understand that for kind of is ferrari i guess i feel like i feel like i do understand like those fans because that's like a you know (laughs) i'm I'm shaking my head i'm I'm shaking my head i never feel more (laughs) stupid than when i have a mercedes symbol on my head like right you know what i mean like uh, seriously and and you both know I'm a tremendous Lewis Hamilton fan. Yeah, yeah. But I needed the Lewis Hamilton hat that had the 44 on it. Yeah. Because I'm not about to wear a Mercedes hat. I just don't care. Yeah. yeah no. You know uh, that that part. N- not a little bit. Yeah. A lot of bit. Like a, a lot. Bit exactly. Yeah, like, this is where the, like. I don't think you heard me say this before, but I've said this to Anna. All car people are assholes. All of them. Mm-hmm. That includes me. There's no good car people ever. <laughs> ever. Yeah. They all suck. You know, and, and Ferrari being basically uh, yeah. the national team uh, or yeah, uh, Alpine, Renault being the national team, right? We get the Formula One rules from France, right? And the, 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 the real mm-hmm. bottom truth of Ferrari is they just kept showing up to races. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. Maserati quit. You know, uh, Lancia basically quit. And Enzo Ferrari just said, "No, I'm going. I'm going to field a race team. I don't care if we get smoked." And they did. They got smoked a lot. Matter of fact, those McLaren years, those Cooper years, yeah, Ferrari's nowhere to be seen. I just, I don't get Ferrari fans that are not from Italy. If you're from Italy, I get it. National, yeah, pride. yeah. Uh, but to say well, everybody wants to drive Ferrari, no, they don't. <laughs> no, they, no, they don't. It's a crappy car. <laughs> It's a crappy car that Michael Schumacher made work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, totally. I still fire. don't understand. Like we, we've we've even talked. We've talked about that. I yes. feel like multiple times where it's like, yeah. it is. It's just they're they're running on it's vibes. All about the vibes. It's that's it. Just the vibes that's are. It. It's just it's straight vibes and uh, history and whatever. And but the history is in the past, guys. You know, like there's vibes. so far we have not seen evidence that that's gonna. That's gonna produce anything in the present, so you know we'll see. But what uh, would the vibe of Red Bull Racing be? Oh well, I think we can all <laughs> yeah. I'm just... marketing. I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm asking because like when we say fun. vibes, we're talking about a feeling. Yeah, yeah. I get well, a we're, we're not. We're probably Mercedes. not the best people to. Yeah. I guess like nostalgia, yeah. right? Nostalgia is for a great uh, aesthetic. Uh, Well, Red Bull's vibe, again, we're not, you know, people who are definitely not Red Bull fans, uh, although we like Checo, I would say, just like every other 
Lewis fan or fans of people like I feel like there's yeah. a stereotypical like prototypical fan like this like the where you you're like I don't like Red Bull but I do like Checo that's literally like every single person who is I've never <laughs> I I will I will raise my hand and say I I I I could care less. Okay, okay. I'm sure I, yeah, that Go win the Mexican Grand Prix. I'm happy for you. That's great. It's awesome. <laughs> win your home race. But I don't care. Like I just he doesn't really have personality. He's just yeah. not as evil as Max is. And I don't know that that yeah. should count for something. That's a good point. That's actually a very Max good point. Yeah, I think that that's why people... He, I think you're right. I think it's... Yeah. So, like, to, to the silly season. <laughs> to the silly season. Put Max and Lewis on the same team. And make it mm. Williams. Yeah! <laughs> I I I'd love to see that. I, and you know I what? Let Omar be the the team principal, so we know that they got a team principal with no backbone whatsoever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect, perfect. You know. Yeah. So you just just absolute carnage. That's what that is. That's that's, that's what I, a and you fantastic know, idea. I love this. <laughs> yes. I love. We're this. gonna just do stuff. You're right. You're right. We should. The sky's the limit. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Just do whatever. Did you know yeah. that was almost a thing that almost happened? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. I kind of, I kind of wish Toto would have offered him the 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 seat, like like uh, like yeah, uh, I get, yeah, yeah. Like our favorite Bond villain, Helmut Marco did. Different. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know which one I would have hated more, him or Nico. Oh my god! Oh my god! Helmut yeah, Marco is such like, a I don't, Bond I don't villain. like Nico, but I don't like Nico uh, for reasons that have to do with I beat Lewis with the same machinery. I'm like, yeah, and then you quit, so. What are we doing here? But Nico's entire personality is built around that fact. Like, and it, mine would be too. If honestly, mine would be too. Fair, okay, fair. <laughs> to be no, fair, okay, if yeah, I beat fair. Lewis Hamilton, I would literally I never shut up I about it. So yeah. Lewis on TV, winning Grand Prix, left over right, feel like no, I whooped his ass. I whooped his ass <laughs> with the same machinery in the same car. I mean, you know, whooped his ass is maybe strong. Like, the man had to, like, become, like, an aesthetic monk, I think, as I understand. Like, during that season, he well, had to, like, go yeah. to some kind of incredible lengths. To, th th that's why, that to me, I know, but that to me, but that to me is, like, but he still it almost him. is, like, a backward won. situation where I feel like you could actually say that, that such is the greatness of Lewis, that for this guy to beat him just the once. He had to rise to a level where he couldn't sustain it. That's why he left. He was well, like, that's I been can't everybody do this. so far. That's why we're all like looking at Max, right? Because if he can yeah. keep this up. But to yeah. that point about well, what Nico Max had doesn't to do, have like feelings, so it's you know I don't think it's well, like like it's Nico. Nico has a lot of feelings. I think Nico Max cares is about stuff not that isn't in a race car, right? Like <laughs> yeah. Max doesn't care about anything else, and that's the part that I respect about him is he doesn't pretend to care about anything else at all. Not his yeah. teammates, not friends, not the team. He just wants mm -hmm. to do this. Yeah. And I, there's a part of me that respects that, but there's also a part of me that looks at a Nico. The Spanish Grand Prix, the first Spanish Grand Prix that Max Verstappen won, his first Grand Prix he ever won, is because Nico wrecked Lewis. <laughs> and I'm thinking, how does that change up everything else? Because if mm -hmm. Lewis wins that race, obviously he wins the world championship. And yeah. Toto doesn't have to tear anybody a new behind because, well, uh, you guys wrecked each other. 
we haven't seen too much of that here of late, which I also thought was interesting, which is what I'm really rooting for. I think that's actually in the realm of possibility, is that Charles and Carlos wreck each other as we're getting yeah. closer to who's going to actually yeah. fight Max for the title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And who would they side with? Yeah. Because it seems like they want to side with Charles. But I don't... I put it's Charles actually in the unclear match, to me. It is match. unclear to me whether that's the case. Because I feel really? like... I mean, you would think so, but oh, they've already done Cheryl. stuff that that seems like that they really, really, really are not just saying, you know, because, they, I mean, the, if, the, if that were the case, wouldn't they have, you know, pitted him <laughs> in, uh, in Silverstone? Wouldn't they? Have, I, I don't know. I mean, they... Didn't they try? Well, they didn't, they, they didn't pit him because they wanted to keep track position. Because that's in theory better, but very dumb in the moment because it was a safety car. Ellen, so of Ellen, course put everybody on, is going to pit. On the Ferrari business car, very dumb in the moment. Like dumb, yeah. obviously. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Very dumb in the moment. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's. The... <laughs> um, hi, my name is Mattia Benotto. I'm Please very dumb. Yeah. And very uh, yeah, no, but moments. that's no. I mean, if that's what you're asking, what the Red Bull vibe is like, the Red Bull vibe. I feel like that's the nice what it you. is. It's the opposite of that. Is that you know ruthless quick decision making that's you know like ruth like just you know they do not give one single fuck like when people were you know people talked about that it was too early for team orders in um barcelona was it you know and that do do, do, do you see red bull caring no 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 (laughs) no two birds right here oh yeah everybody you can have one you can have one no you don't care where you stand don't care you know, and where Ferrari is not coming with that same energy with Charles, they're not. You know, at least not so far. Um, so I, I don't know. I well, I don't know if it's that because I think they try, mm-hmm. but then they put themselves in these situations where, like, they can't make very obvious strategy yeah. calls. I, I don't no, know. I, I just... Again, very dumb in the moment. So that's why, like, you know, they tried to make, they tried to get you know, Carlos to let Cheryl through. And he was like, well, absolutely not. At that point, it was stupid. stupid. At that move. point, yes, lo- it was already too both late. Both of us are going to lose if we do this. Because they'd already made the dumb one. But the, the, but, but they let them race each other for quite a long time where, you know, if that was, do, does anybody uh, here think that if that was Red Bull, that they would have been like, yeah, sure, Max and Checo, go ahead. Don't, you know, th- that's okay that Lewis is closing from behind or it would have been Charles in this case, let's say. That's fair. Yeah. But they, it I was just, a long the time pace, and it was a long, the they were, they, they told Carlos like, okay, you've got to do this lap time. They gave him lots of chances. You know, it was just very, again, like I do not see Red Bull doing this shit. I do not like that's, that would have been over. No fighting. Like, that, those yeah. are the words. No fighting. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No fighting means letting Max buy. Yeah, exactly. They're, you know, or they're Shakira fans, you know, anyway. Um, um, I let's just pretend it's that, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't know. I really think, I really think they need to figure that out sooner rather than later. Uh, but maybe, I don't know. I'm hoping, you know, you said that you're like, uh, Charles and Carlos, um, could crash at some point, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they could avoid it, uh, based on the fact that Charles somehow on like ancient hard tires, didn't crash with Lewis or with anyone else in Silverstone. 
that was like I that was the moment where I became like a believer in Cheryl for sure. I was like, okay, hello. Like that was because that was just insane. Like how how you not they, they were even on the commentary, they were like, surely there's gonna be a they were like saying they're like surely there's gonna be a crash or someone's gonna touch her with they're like, No, they haven't. Oh my god. I mean it was insane. And and Cheryl especially on the old tires where you don't have as much grip and just in these insane high speed corners of Silverstone, I, I, no one knows how he did that. No one really understands, and uh, and so that's why he's um, you know he's that guy. Sadly, he's driving for Ferrari. <laughs> I was I, that's where I was gonna go because I was thinking to myself, what car would I rather see Charles in? Right? I mean, it's easy to say Red Bull or Mercedes, but I, I tend to put those in another category altogether. And I wonder, I would like to see what Charles could do in a McLaren because I think mm-hmm. Lando has demonstrated that that car can be competitive, right? Yeah. And even Danny, to a point, right, mm-hmm. has demonstrated that car can be competitive. Uh, I'd also love to mm-hmm. see him in a Haas uh, mm-hmm. simply because there's not that much pressure there. And that car's yeah. as quick as any Ferrari, quite honestly. Um, they're using the yeah. same machinery. You, mm-hmm. you got a different... To, if we're talking about vibes, I think yeah, vibes. a much better vibe yeah. than than Ferrari for Charles in particular. Totally. I think science is, yeah. yeah, science is weirdly prepared to be a Ferrari driver. Oh yeah, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. having been at Red Bull, having been at McLaren, two big teams, and then his daddy being mm-hmm. whose daddy is, you know, and then following Fernando's shadow, he's just he's uniquely prepared for that mm-hmm. uh, and yeah. to to hold that pressure in a way that Charles in the last what two years I think it's been. Uh, just never looked up to it until Silverstone, right? Yeah. And I I don't want to say it was a mm-hmm. fluke, but it felt like a fluke. Yeah, it no, just, and Carlos is overall yeah. is like a magician, I think, of like just uh, in terms of his career, uh, you know, trajectory and in terms of how he, um, you know, works with the team, I feel like, the way that he got that two-year contract out of them. You know, there was some question whether that was going to happen. Uh, so whether it's him who's the magician or his managers or whoever else, like, I think also, I think a lot of it is him though. Like he's, he's very, very smart. I feel like he's extremely, extremely smart. He's, he's, um, you know, in the, I feel like almost like in the way that Max was bred for the racing part of formula one, Carlos was bred for like the, the relationships and the politics and all that stuff. I feel like, I feel like he's the, there, I've actually heard some people theorize that, uh, that, for you know that Mattia that he that uh, Mattia likes him better than Charles. Like I've 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 heard people say that. I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that. I, I you know who knows? Yeah, it's like that's it's entirely possible. Um, I mean you know, and I don't think I think that uh, people who who have those types of theories, you know, that was probably um, they were probably uh, helped in their beliefs by there's a lot been a lot of finger wagging in this season. All right, so whether it was Mattia wagging his finger at Charles, Alonzo perhaps will have more. Well, Ferrari doesn't well, yeah, we, strike already, me as the type yeah, of uh, team to and take they don't. They really don't. Their <laughs> oh, like, goodness. No, it's vibes here, too. That's the same. Yeah, it's also vibes. It's never. It's, uh, yeah, no, no. They just, because they, they, even after Monaco, they, they were like, they were like, well, no, it was a, they said something. And it was like, I'm like, what? That didn't make any sense. But they, <laughs> they just somehow always like, you know, find a way to not say, yeah, which isn't good. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I said this last week, RJ, I was like, they really 
hey, you should hey, just there was a time get some holy the, water again, and throw it in the, me having the engine. I feel like it would actually run better. The Vatican went at Enzo Ferrari. Called him Saturn, Ooh. the man who eats his sons, because his because right. his drivers kept dying well, yeah. like in the car. <laughs> and uh, there was also a Jesuit priest who was going, no, outlaw all motorsport, all of it. Like so, that's I know you're making that joke, but it ain't always been easy for Ferrari. Even in, <laughs> that sounds like Jesuit. Like people are going at their throats because of just how this guy got down. And then there's the whole he's a philandering fool. I mean, it's the worst. And and the way that his wife, Laura, and he got along and split the the company, it's that it's a Mm -hmm. soap opera, that thing over. And I I can totally look at Mattia, for instance, uh, let's take Austria, where his guy won. But he's not looking like a guy whose guy won. He's looking like a guy whose guy did not die. Like, that was was it. Like, no, you took a podium. He's going, yes, but did you hear him? Yeah, I heard. Yeah, we all kept the, we thought the car was gonna fall apart. The last lap. <laughs> oh my the god, I was Ferrari. holding my breath. I was holding my breath. I was like, oh my god, not again, not again for poor Charles. Like I was like, this is this can't be happening again. Oh my god. Ooh. <laughs> you know, I was gonna say, RJ, I feel like you should write the TV show of Enzo Ferrari's life because I would absolutely watch that. Like succession style. I just, look, I, I had such a blind spot for so long that I was that. going, I got to find out what the hell it is that everybody's into Ferrari for. And it's branding like that. That's that's what sucks about it is that I'd be telling you a story about how P.T. Barnum got <laughs> branded with a circus like that's And that's a mm-hmm. bottom ball motorsport, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. on the other hand, you got a guy like Bruce McLaren, who is still the only person to build own the race team, and drive the car to win a Grand Prix. And when we think about that, that's remarkable, right? Like that Lewis is really cool. Yeah. Having his name, it's, it's Hamilton Racing, and wow. he's the guy, yeah. and he built the car. Like, that's that's impossible yeah. to think about It's now. insane. Yeah, it's insane. You know, uh, I mean, that would, yeah, now that would obviously never happen. I mean, so many I things wanted, can't happen now. I want to could, go back to... You couldn't have a Frank Williams now. Either. Oh, but, but if Frank Williams was driving... Like that's, right, right. But you couldn't or, even or have Or Ron a, Dennis yeah. at the time, I guess, because yeah. that's a whole other thing. Ron Dennis bought McLaren, and that's... So in the McLaren documentary, <laughs> Ron Dennis is not in it, and they don't make any reference at all to Ron Dennis being in it. <laughs> oh. I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, really? And you, so and just, that happens just all just, over like, Formula up, One documentarianism um, and journalism. Yeah, that never happened. Yeah. They just I'm not surprised. To omit you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could, but mm-hmm. I, I like, I you was. You could do a whole like pro- thirty for thirty. I'm just. I'm just say it. I pitched a, a book uh, to follow the one that I've written to my agent, and my agent came out and told me, "I don't, I don't know who Lewis Hamilton is. I think I care." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh no." Okay, so ask your brunch group, like, about Formula One, see what they say. Yeah, nobody in my brunch group knows or cares. And that's not to dunk (laughs) on her. It is to say it really isn't that broad, right? No, it's that really aren't that many people to know those stories or to get into the weeds in the way that we would. Like, I'm the person that notices, wait a second, you got to the 70s and you're not already talking about what Ron Dennis is going to do in the 80s and the 90s and 2000s and how he is the reason we know Bruce McLaren outside of Bruce McLaren. You know what McLaren I, racing is and how he yeah. got into it. I feel like that's classic Formula One, though, to memory hole things. You know what I mean? Like, that's mm-hmm. just classic, I feel right. like. I mean, you know, like people, 
uh, or to have, you know, like that we still don't know what the hell Ferrari was doing in the, in the, you know, with the, what they did to their car that was, you know, that the FIA made them stop doing. <laughs> and then like things like, uh, people remember these things, I guess, but like they, we, there's so much we don't know that I oh, think, yeah. I think that's, it's part of what lends itself to this kind of culture of like, we can just forget about this because when there's so many holes already, what's a few more, you know? Well, like, yeah. Uh, I mean, and know. like for instance, I, I wanted to go back to the silly season of uh, Aston Martin having the two Canadians who are also <laughs> yeah. the billionaires on the same team. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Latifi used to beat Max pretty regularly. And I think people, for, like when they did the Ferrari had this, uh, this race at Sebring where they was a series of races, right? Where they would invite young up and coming drivers to go there and Latifi and Verstappen and a couple of other guys were there. I don't think Charles was there, but they, they wanted to sign Max after it. But Latifi was the guy that was absolutely running the game. And I kept thinking, all right, what if Nicholas Latifi actually finds himself? Like I, I did this fake, stupid F1 segment where <laughs> I was really going in on how Nicholas Latifi had outqualified two world champions because <laughs> – or finished ahead of two world champions because, you know, you'd have Seb that didn't finish and then you'd have Fernando that didn't finish. And anybody that doesn't know the sport is going, he might be on to something. But I'm, you know, totally taking the piss. Yeah. But I would love to know what it looks like for any of these guys that, for lack of a better term, are bad to be good. Like, what would it, how would we treat Nicholas Atifi if all of a sudden he turned that Williams into a points getter? I mean, I, I assume people would, yeah, that would. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, people would be like, "I want it Go. for him. I, I want it for all Genius. of them, but I want it for him because I just—he seems like a like Aww. a nice enough guy." <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I have to say, for the record, I like Latifi. I know people hate on him on Twitter, but I feel like he had a lot of promise last year. And look, that if you don't crash, I get my eight. Tons you get of your eight. Hate. We get our eight, and we can so go I hope home. He's doing better, but uh, no. He crashed, yeah. and he's been involved in some of the some of the stupidest pileups and stupidest crashes that have yeah. led to changing the course of the race or the, of the season have been Nicholas Latifi's fault. And I just yep. mm -hmm. there's there's a lot there, so I kind of want him to be vindicated in that way, right? Because it's like no, he's there because he can drive. Like yes, he's a paid yep. driver, but even paid drivers have to be able to drive. Sure, yes. of course, of course. Yeah, like I yeah. 100%, 100%, but like, you right. know, I definitely I mean, I'm I'm yes. going to go ahead and stay you have to have some talent uh, firm to get in, the in car. my I much as uh, similarly to how I can separate Max's driving from his him as a person, mm. I can do the same thing for the people who are really nice and sweet, you know what I mean? Like sure. I feel like that's uh, that you got to you got to let it cut both ways um, because then it's, it, and also it's like, who, who needs that when you've got people who are amazing drivers and amazing people like Lewis Hamilton and others as well. Like you, there are other people who I think are, you know, Daltry uh, Bodice um, continues to give us yeah, so much yeah, entertainment. And, <laughs> and he's obviously, I think that he's a very good person. Oh yeah. The ass is Some well, great races. Okay, so there's a college football so writer here uh, in the States. His name is Spencer Hall. He's very well known in, in, in my circles. He's extremely funny. He's extremely bright. And um, one of the guys I look up to most calls him the best college football writer in America. He follows F1 and writes about it from time to time. I think the website is called Channel 6 if you're interested. But he calls Valtteri. Oh, you should introduce us. <laughs> uh, I, 
see what I can do. Um, yeah, there you go. Terry Bodass. <laughs> like, that's... <laughs> I always thought it was the greatest nickname ever. Terry Bodass. <laughs> and I was like, no, that's perfect. <laughs> Love it. That's his that's guy. Like, that sounds like that's like a Willie T. Ribs joint, I feel like. Right? You know, that's that's yeah. exactly... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we need to get, we need to have Willie continue to do the interviews, and we More need uh, Bates to get we need Bates to get on the podium so that he can interview him, and then I just can't I I'm here and ready to hear what nickname he gives him. Um, you know, I mean, it's already mm-hmm. perfect. I mean, his name is already perfect for you know. I mean, his last name is basically Bates. You know, it's it's already it's all there, so you, you don't even have to do anything. <laughs> But yeah, no, he was, I think, I think he, I think he showed his ass again recently, guys. Like, I don't know if you saw, it was, it was also, it was like super, super, super brief, but I'm, I think the man's a nudist. It's official. Like he's, that's, he's not, he doesn't like wearing clothes. I, I, no, I'm telling you. No, I am basing this on the fact that in the most recent was, I think, uh, I can't remember. I'm here for it because it's funny. Instagram or his. But it was like, uh, it was all this uh, bunch of stuff that they were doing on like some Saturday or Sunday, I can't remember. Like they went on a bike ride, they did. And then at the end, they're in a pool. And like you see her like diving into the pool. Obviously, she's wearing a swimsuit. Um, but, uh, uh, and then he's already in the pool and there's like a float. And it's like, I, I am 99.999% sure that he is completely naked in that. And that you could barely see. That was not for, that was not for an audience. That was just him being himself. The man does not like clothes, okay? He would like to be free. Anna, and leave this man in his naked room alone, okay? <laughs> Let this man have his naked room. I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm, I'm cool. I'm like, be who you are. I'm not against it. I'm be. just saying people need to understand he's not doing this for attention. He's not doing this. Like, he's a nudist. It's like he's, this is what he would prefer to, you know. When they the told mo- him you couldn't wear underwear anymore under the, he was very happy. I guarantee you. <laughs> he was like, finally. What do you mean I have to wear this fireproof underwear? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stop no pressing me. Exactly. <laughs> he, he's just, he, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We didn't say anything about what driver lineups no. we actually want to see happen. But. Well, I. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, going back to, to Spencer Hall, I was going to say. Very, that very funny. ESPN Daily. Oh yeah, day. no, and it's and he'll tweet during the races. If awesome. You're, uh, he so doesn't good. say anything about it, but so I love you, that he's an F one guy. Doing it. I just, I genuinely enjoy when American journalists that I know and I like enjoy the sport too, or are just getting to the sport, or get to the sport through Drive to Survive and go, and then they keep going because it's one thing to stop. Like for instance, JJ Watt is a huge Haas fan, and I'm going cool. You pick one of the worst teams. In Formula One, great for you, <laughs> awesome, great. Yeah, Some people you know, like to or, root for the underdog. Uh, you know, I, I have friends at work. They're like, "Yeah, I'm a Haas fan because I'm an American." I'm Sorry, like, Gunther's Italian. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Mick is German. Oh man, right? Or why their 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 to explain engines, that uh, their to motors come from Ferrari? Really Try that difficult. one. Yeah, they if Would, they're Americans, they should support McLaren, frankly. You know, that, Let's be that's an interesting phenomenon yeah. because I yeah. would have thought, seriously, I would have thought that American sponsors would have latched on to Haas. One is Gene Haas, who is American. They're based in North Carolina, uh, mm-hmm. which is also the thing. 
And Gunther's very familiar with NASCAR, right? Having yeah. run the yeah. NASCAR team. But they all flocked to McLaren because I guess of Zach Brown and maybe Danny Ricardo. Apparently, like, but it it is weird. It is weird. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess yeah. I think Zach Brown. I mean, Zach Brown owns United Autosports as well. Well, yeah, that's his whole. So I think it's probably that association. <laughs> you know, he, he's they had Circle really K one week and it threw coffee for a loop. Every day that was my favorite. I feel like I log on and there's a new sponsor. <laughs> that was great. No, like I, I want to say it was Stop. it was Canada or the week the, the one before Pop Canada, is but like sponsoring like, McLaren, and we, it was like on the side of the car. My not the side, the going the side of the car. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Couldn't miss it. And they were like, huh. "What is Circle K? It's a convenience <laughs> store in America. Convenience <laughs> store? Yes, it's a gas station, guys. Call it wow. a gas station. That's a, that is wild. Put the flying J on this thing. Yes." <laughs> Yes. Oh my God! Could you imagine having that, a European go to a yeah, circle K and get like I mean, the thousand ounce Coke? And that, is that not like the they would British die? Team, right? Like that's the with one with a little pebble ice. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, Williams would like a word, probably. But well, you know, like I, I would say <laughs> yes. Williams, uh, especially in the eighties and in the early nineties. Oh but my like, God. <laughs> Williams came after McLaren. And people remember, but I guess Bruce is, yes, because Bruce is, New, uh, is from New Zealand, right? Yeah. So technically, I guess, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. 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 Um, Zach Brown yeah, it's, but yeah, no, Zach Brown's just. Yes, he's a Kiwi. I, I feel like Zach Brown just wants to, like, he's like the, he's like the um, nicer, he's like the nice version of, like, the people we think of more as like evil Bond villains, I feel like. Zach Brown is like the he he's just like them except nice and, and not and not saying, you know, racist things all the time. Just uh He's from here. Uh yeah. He, that that's yeah. the thing. He's from here. Like Exactly. No, no, no. <laughs> exactly. That won't fly here. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like uh, I mean, exactly. I think uh yeah. you had uh a tweet he's, that was yeah. categorizing just how bad it was in Austria yeah. and you know, like Mm-hmm. My favorite phrase is I, I go back to uh, Friday, the movie, uh, Craig and, and Smokey, whatnot. And Smokey <laughs> yeah. going, we can't have shit around here. That's mm-hmm. that's how I feel as a black F1 fan. It's like, I can't I can't do nothing around here. Like, it's yeah. just, this, yeah. this is what we're going to do. But Zach yeah. understands that even they are taking it too far, right? Mm-hmm. And that's something that Americans just don't generally get to see. Uh, yeah. We generally are appalled. So he has to be able to sell his team to us, and I think that yeah. that's helpful. But to the to the Bond villain part, Helmut Marco raced, right? Helmut Marco knows cars and knows drivers. So did Zach, though. Are you sure that Zach could tell you the parts of an F one car? Well, I don't know if he could tell. Maybe not, but he did race also. I mean, I mean, I, 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 I go to autocross on the weekend. Is that? <laughs> Fair, yeah, fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, that's but it's fair. not oh, quite yeah. the same. I, I don't look at that guy and see an F one guy. I look at that guy. No, and see I a know. Man. He's a but yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I mean, that was that is the the thing that would happen. Like he was trying to like raise money for himself to race, and they were like, "Hey, you're really good at this part. Yes, you should just do this." And he was like, "Toto okay. did that, <laughs> yeah." Right? Which but, is true. but I also look at Toto and I see a guy that knows racing. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, and now. Dude, yeah. went into the internet like Mark Cuban style. Like seven, mm. like seven hundred. Like in ninety eight or, or whatever, 
became a big investor in what the internet would become and would use that money to go racing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mercedes, we would like we would like to buy Brown GP. Uh, can you do this? No. Why? <laughs> because you don't want to invest this money. Okay, we're going to invest this money. I still don't want to do it. Okay, what would it take? We'll give you a third of the team. Okay, I'll do it now. Like, what? <laughs> like, this, this deal he got. I'm just, I'm floored. I am, because F1 is stupid. Like, the money's stupid. The way people get into the business is stupid. It's how it's people arrive at being principal is stupid. It, all it, over the map. It all, it, it's all. It's like a. It, it really is unique. Like this is what I stress to people who, um, whether they're not fans or they're maybe they've heard a little about it or whatever. I'm like, this 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 stuff is unique. Like there's no, you just can't. There, there's not. There's I feel like among like a lot of sports that Americans watch and are used to. You know, you could at least draw some parallels here and there. F1 is like, you know, on another planet. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, this is, the, I mean, I don't try to use this to sell it, but, you know, I, I'm like, there's, it's, and, and so it's like, that's why I feel like that's, that's what, um, you know, makes you have that like love-hate relationship with it too, is that's what's so, that's both the thrill and the challenge. I guess, because it's like, on the one hand, it's like, oh my God, it's, you know, it's real housewives at a racetrack, you know, and it's like, woohoo. And then on the other hand, you're like, but, but you're just apply the rules however you feel like, and you do this over here and you've got people who are, you know, uh, uh, worked at Ferrari five minutes ago at the FIA and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's like people, it's just, you, you, when you start to get into all that stuff, you're just like, what, what am I? What, that's I'm not sure it's a sport, but <laughs> it's a spectacle. I mean, it's it's, it's less sort a sport of not. More of a it's sort of not like let's be honest. If you can, you have to come to terms with that part. You have to come to terms with it, and then then you can enjoy yourself. It's like you know, it's like when you go to you know, if you're if you were expecting to go to a really nice restaurant and if, instead you've gone to McDonald's, you're like, well, if I if I can just accept the fact that I'm not getting a steak here, and that I'm just gonna then then it's fine. <laughs> Then it's fine. It's okay. I know. I know what I've gotten myself into. So yeah. Uh. Okay. Um. I feel like we should do tweet of the week before we're here for literally another hour, which we could very, very, very easily be, because like, because we love our RJ, and we could do this for like, you know, yeah, another two hours. Totally. I'm I'm having a great time. I so yes, we should probably do the tweet of the week. We love you too. Okay. So, um, uh, the tweet of the week winner uh, this week is, uh, I had posted some pictures of how's everyone spending their weekend with no race, uh, and I had different pictures of the drivers doing different things. Lewis is, of course, working out, as he's wont to do, and uh, he was, you know, casually, just casually wiping his forehead with his shirt, which one of our listeners was uh, uh, did point out that he's like that his forehead's like completely dry. I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's we all know what he's doing. Uh, you know, let me just lift up the shirt and show you my chisel. Yeah, exactly. So, which our listener who was the winner very helpfully pointed out, uh, it was uh, Scorpio it's called Blue, a thirst trap. Uh, who was obviously a Lewis fan. They've got Lewis's number in their avatar, and uh, they said nature is healing. Lewis is posting thirst traps again, and I am here for it. And I think I can safely say that we are all here for it. Um, and uh, and it, yeah, it was it was uh, it was difficult in those uh, uh, months or however you know when it was uh, when Lewis wasn't on social media. We were all 
we were all starved for, you know, Lewis content. And of course, obviously, that's already not been a problem for a while now. But, but yeah, nature is healing. I mean, that's, that's the part that made me laugh. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> there's, there's very little that's uh, uh, natural about this. I mean, you know, naturally, our bodies don't tend to look like Lewis Hamilton's. Unless, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, uh, that, that would be the only thing that would, yeah, that would heal. Well, nature will be fully healed when he gets his eighth world uh, title. You know, maybe next year. I mean, I would really, yeah, like it would, you know what I really want, what I really, really, this is a Spice Girl song now, sorry. Uh, (laughs) Manifesting, it's going to happen. Is I want them to put Kailami towards the end, towards like later in the calendar, and I want Lewis to like clinch the world championship for Kailami. Can you imagine? <laughs> I well, okay. So I got a I got a thought on that. I got yeah. a thought on that. How I think the rest of the world, meaning Western world, would be all yes. about that because Madiba, because Mandela, because yeah. the end of apartheid. But South Africa is still South Africa. So when well, they said. Yeah. Yeah, we would love to have a race in Africa. I was like, Algeria? Egypt. <laughs> huh? 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 And they were yeah. like, actually, we want to go to the whitest part of Africa. Yeah. And I yes. was going, oh, that's, that's a tough sell for me, dog. Yeah. Well, it so is, like, it's way less white, though, now than it used to be. Well, I mean, that's like saying the United States is way less white than it used I did to notice be. that. Yeah, I know, that's true. Ago. I like, know, I know. By default. I was like, where's yeah. the street you know? course in, like, like Lagos? Fair. That would be incredible. Fair. You know, it's, it's South Africa, which is basically the vacation spot for Australia, you know? like I, Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I feel the birthplace some kind of, of about Elon that. Musk. Right. Exactly. There you, you got it. You got, you got it. I get it. I get. I get. I feel you. I feel you. I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah. So, but no. Uh, any. Any. Any eighth world championship for Lewis. I don't give a damn where. Because if it would have happened in Abu Dhabi, the UAE. My God. Uh, nothing could be more antithetical than if he had won that race. True. That would still be like cool. Would have been fine by me. Yeah. Right. You know. So like, oh. far be it for me to be uh, bitch moaning complaining about winning your eighth world championship at Kailami. But yeah. I don't want people to think that South Africa is somehow not South Africa. Yeah, no, for sure. For sure. It's it's still South Africa. Definitely a lot of white people left, though. When when apartheid ended, they were like, nope. Yes. It is. The only reason I, I say I have a, a, it should happen a at... friend from South Africa who is white and um, she lives here. And she was like, she's like, a lot of people will not like they won't admit this. But there were tons of people that left. That was why. Like, they were like, nope, see ya. <laughs> like, uh, not interested. No, yeah, I mean, which, it, you know, it, uh, makes sense. I think the one-to-one on that is, uh, like, Michigan or uh, Atlanta. Like, there's Yikes. a great book on, on my shelf called White Flight. I forget who writes it. But it's about that. It's about just what it meant for the Civil Rights Act to go into effect in some parts of the country. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. if you go up to Dearborn good luck finding RJ because you're probably not because a lot of folks left Detroit to go to Dearborn. Right. Um, yeah. that's fascinating yeah. in of itself because F1 claims to be a global sport and, and is, but what does Lewis run into yeah. everywhere? He literally everywhere he goes. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm wondering, yeah. okay, so we're going to have three races in the United States next year, right? Miami, Vegas, Austin. Yeah. 
how are people going to treat Guan Yu Zhou in the United States? Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I shudder to mm-hmm. think based on what we're doing now, right? And I just, yeah. that part of the discussion, I think, uh, yeah. for obvious reasons, does not get in mind because nobody really wants to hear it except us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it is something I genuinely give thought to, maybe too much so because at the end of the day, people are like, if you won, if you won a, a Grand Prix in the United States, how would we take that? Would we say that's okay? Or would there be too many people still yelling that Max got robbed? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, all, all the answers are bad. <laughs> these questions. <laughs> They're all bad. <laughs> They're- yeah. <laughs> I Way to bring it down, RJ. I know it's okay. It's okay. We've, I mean, we've been on a streak of that, honestly, and we haven't really talked about it. But there was, you know, the the story that came out about the Aston Martin employee <laughs> that uh, was uh, subjected to racist abuse. That that was another. It was like I was like, really? Can we have like a day or a week or something without the stuff? Like, can we like? Which I so yeah. I honestly like. I, I feel like people need to understand that black F1 fans must be the most dedicated fans or among the most dedicated fans to still be able to be fans of this sport. Because I think I would have been like, look, I can go watch something else, you know, <laughs> like that's fine. Cause it's, it's got to No, I can't. That's, that's the problem. I, had, I, know, I, know, I know. No, I was just, I was remarking to my best friend about this because it's like, hey, you can't be a fan of anything uh, because it will come. You'll you'll find that part of it. They were like, no, we really true. don't. Yeah. 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 So you you end up having to either ignore it outright or call attention to it and keep going. And yeah, it's one of the reasons I keep looking at Lewis, going, man, how do you keep doing this? I you you, you got more money than God. Like you, you're still by our standards a young man, right? What is he? Thirty yeah. seven now. Yeah. 30, yeah. Yeah. You know, and he, no, and he looks old. the way he looks, yeah. and he can do whatever he wants. I just, yes, he does. I yeah, don't know that I would keep doing this. He's built different. Yeah. He's just, he's yeah. built different. Like, I don't, I have, there's no logical explanation. He's, but, but I mean, he's like a racing driver among racing drivers. Like, there's the, there's a lot of people would have already been like. I, I he's a racing I'm, driver. I'm good, you know, yeah. Like, he's. Did you, did you guys see the, he brought the three, uh. Black cart drivers. Yeah, that was Silverstone. so beautiful. Okay. That was so nice. They, those those children are adorable. Like, they're adorable. I know. I know. They were so cute. I loved it. I loved it. Bro, what? Yes, that was wonderful. Lewis Hamilton? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah, except I was, maybe they'll release more of that stuff. I don't know. But I was like looking forward to seeing them meet Lewis. I don't know if they did or not. But they... Surely they must have. I don't know. No, maybe knowing, they knowing him, he probably asked them to turn the cameras off. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I maybe. could. I could totally. I could see them yeah. having to browbeat him into even posting that to Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just not. It's not his style. You yeah. know, his his style is to speak broadly and then to affect locally and not say anything. Yeah. Which, frankly, I would I would love to see or hear not hear more of. I guess is the way to go that uh, with celebrities yeah. in in particular, but. I enjoyed knowing a that he did that, but b mm-hmm. that there are three really good black cart drivers yeah. working their way up. Like I just yeah, cart carting is such a difficult thing to go and discover because mm-hmm. you just don't hear about it unless you want to. So to know that those guys 
are in Britain and that they are racing mm-hmm. and that they are good just made me feel as yeah. if we're not just talking into the abyss here. Because that's yeah, how it would feel, I, right? It would just totally. feel like we're saying this stuff and then nothing would happen. But those yeah. they showed up in their race uniforms. They got nice helmets. I they, know. Yeah, they were so oh, cute. they were adorable. Like, I was, you know what? I felt it right along with them when they told them that they were going to mm-hmm. go to, so, you know, because they were like, they surprised yeah, them with out, it, right? And they were like, they were like, what? What? Like, it was like, I was like, I was like right there. I felt like I was in their little cute racing suit bodies. Like, I, I know exactly, I would feel the same way. You know what I mean? Like, imagine someone tells you you're going to go and, you know, I'm sure they probably did me, Lewis. Like you said, we won't, may not see that, but it's like, you know, can you imagine? Like, I'd be like, okay, this is like. I, you know, my life is made. I'm all set now. So yeah, that was, that was amazing. Uh, well, we're going to keep talking about all these things. We're not going to stop, you know that. And, um, you know, I, I, I do think at least there is, uh, I don't want to say, you know, there's been any kind of immense progress when you still have people, um, you know, who won't denounce someone who uses, uh, you know, the N word or other things or, you know, whatever, like there's the progress is still not where we need it to be, but, I feel like, uh, unfortunately, the first painful step is just constantly talking about it, and um, we're gonna we're gonna keep talking about it. So, and and hopefully sometime again with you in the future. But um, but thank you for dropping by. Uh, we love having. Uh, thank you. Thank you for putting up with me. Like uh, Aww, I, I mean that. Uh, no, uh, no stop. seriously. Uh, this is. Stop. You know how much I love this. <laughs> Uh, and I don't Aww, get to do a, it as much as I would like to. So I, I know. I that's why we're gonna. You're gonna. You, you'll be back. You'll be back. Uh, this is. <laughs> we're gonna have to do this again. You'll become like the unofficial uh, third host who's there, part of the team. You know, like you're where it's not. Well, we're gonna like stop introducing you at a certain point. It'll just be like, yeah, RJ's here. Okay, go. You know. <laughs> so that's that's what's in your future. But um, thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, yay, France, uh, next weekend. I mean, I'm already feeling dizzy and discombobulated. I, I can't, like, when they show, when they do all the different shots of Paul Ricard, I'm like, I feel sick. How are they driving there? I don't get it. But yay, looking forward to it, I guess. <laughs> or worse. <laughs> we'll see. If you, it could if you go either have way. A sip of but anyway, um, thanks liqueur, guys for listening. As always, maybe you'll push, feel better please about remember it. to rate and review us. We're trying to get our ratings up in all the places, especially uh, <laughs> on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and anywhere else you can review us um, or rate us. Please do. Obviously, with the five stars, you know, because what else would you give us? Um, and I've already told you our email, but I'll tell you again. It's racingincidentpod, P-O-D, at gmail.com. Um, you know, send us your uh, funny, silly ideas for where drivers should go to which teams. I, I would like to get more things to laugh at. Uh, so you can send us those. You can send us any other thoughts. Also on Twitter and Instagram, they are both at racing underscore incident. And um, RJ, where can people find you? If they want to follow what you're doing. Um, Flickr. Yeah. <laughs> Flickr. That's a good one. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Yeah. My, ooh, Friendster. Uh, my, my live journal is still up and going. Yes. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Yes. <laughs> 
MySpace. So, um, you, you can find me in the Racing Incident podcast whenever they have me on. That's pretty <laughs> yes, oh my God. yes. No, no, you definitely have to find RJ on the <laughs> socials, especially um, to check out his amazing fit. Are we in your top eight? Uh, at all the places, so you, you have to do that for sure. Um, but um, anyway, um, I guess that is it for us then for this week. Uh, and we will say until next week. See you bye. Soon. bye. Thank you so much for listening. We are an independent podcast made with love, and we appreciate each and every one of you who listens. Racing Incident is hosted by me, Anna Tarkov, and Ellen Nolly. It is produced by myself and Ellen, and editing and tech support is by Tim Rodriguez. Charles, what's happened with Max? Nothing, just an incident on the race.